Hey everyone, welcome to Pro Football Ireland. After week eight of the NFL season, this Monday morning, uh, I want to wish everybody in the Republic a happy bank holiday. Going by some accounts on the NFL online, you'd think the North was off as well. We're not. Some of us are, if you work in public sector jobs. However, a very, very bank happy bank holiday to everybody in the Republic. Now, first off, I'll welcome in Michaela and Connor. Michaela, who's got a better bank holiday, the North in August or the South now? Now, and I, I don't be you know one sided here because today is the bank holiday, but I feel like the August bank holiday is so much better at the end of August for the North. I'm just going to put it out there. No, I'm going to disagree and say that it's the um, October bank holiday just simply because I feel like Halloween deserves its own kind of bank holiday and so does October, but I do think today would be better if it actually was on Halloween and not the Monday before because it's it's a bit awkward, it's a bit annoying now that like everyone's still in school tomorrow or in work actually on Halloween. It doesn't really make sense. So the bank holiday should actually be on Halloween itself unless Halloween's a weekend and then it should be the following Monday. So that's the only thing I'll say. But definitely October bank holiday is better. I really don't agree. This we can have this argument offline. Uh, it's half term for the kids, so everyone's happy there. But I don't know, Connor Mangan. You're Irish, but you're like an independent intermediary here because you're in Toronto. So I I feel like college football is a Saturday in Dublin. If you're in the north, you get the Monday off. It's nice, like. And you're a mute. Can you believe it? He's actually on mute. Incredible. Sorry, lads. Uh, we don't actually have bank holiday here tomorrow. So uh, and our times haven't changed. So, uh, but Halloween is incredibly popular here. It's absolutely buzzing, massive holiday. So, um, I don't get it. I just don't. Like, I'm, I'm going to get in trouble here now. I don't get it. Like, I like it. Maybe it's because I don't have kids or something. I just like my whole neighborhood is just covered in Halloween stuff. And it, this is the thing, right? It wasn't like that last year, and this year it's covered in like cobwebs and pumpkins, and it's great. And I'm really happy for everyone. I just hate when. And we're going to talk about the NFL here, right? But I hate when, when parents drive their kids five miles or six kilometers up the road and drop their parent, drop their kids into my estate. I've never seen these kids in my life and they're banging my door on Tuesday night. No, absolutely not. I'm not giving you sweets. Is that me being a Scrooge or what's the crack? I do think the popularity in Halloween is definitely due to like the, I know like America and Canada celebrate it a lot. So I do think the popularity of Halloween kind of getting bigger. I've definitely noticed that there's, you know, been more, a little bit more decorations this year, even with the shops and stuff like that and restaurants and businesses in Ireland. They all have kind of like the autumn, fall decor slash Halloween. Um, I do think it's definitely um, an American influence, Um, even though it kind of originated from Ireland. So it should be kind of a really, really big deal here anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I love that it's getting really popular. It must be like due to sitcoms or television shows or like YouTube or TikTok or something. But it's great. I love it. I do agree with you though that like stay in your own estates. That's weird going to different estates. Like just stay in your own area. So sorry, Monday morning listeners. Just to translate. <laughs> that's what that's what Michael Michaela said. So anyway, to football, to football, and we're talking about having a scary week. And Michaela, I'm not ignoring you. I'm going to get Connor's perception first as a player, and I feel like it's the sort of perfect interlude. And I get your opinion before I give mine. Kirk Cousins 
at the time of recording, is more than likely out for the season with an Achilles injury. Um, there are so many long-term things. Maybe, Michaela, me and you can talk about the contract situation there and everything that can happen. But, Connor, just just first off, as, as somebody that plays the sport and has been on grass that is not a park or a GA field or something, I, I, I need to double-check if that's a hybrid turf at Lambeau Field. But... This is controversial in the sense of we've seen what happened to Aaron Rodgers. We now see what happens to Kirk Cousins. And potentially this could be career ending if he doesn't go back the right way from it. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about injuries in, in general coming from, uh, you know, not non-grass fields. Um, not just Achilles. It's kind of interesting that two massive quarterbacks, uh, two very popular quarterbacks have both picked up Achilles injuries. But it goes back to like it, the the conversation over the last ten years has really been ACLs and like really bad knee injuries because once uh, like there, there's ankle injuries and other kind of lower limb injuries that you can have, but once the kind of knee goes, I think it's it's hard to to get yourself back. I know uh, the science around it and injuries and stuff it's getting a lot better. We're reconstructing knees and repairing knees and rehabbing knees, but once the knee goes, it's gone. The Achilles is like another animal altogether. It's a massively strong tendon. It takes a tremendous amount of force to pull it out. Um, with with the grass, you can definitely twist and turn, and it, there's a lot more give in it. Uh, and your studs or your boots kind of do lean into it. With the turf, it doesn't. Like I played on a lot of them, even just the the indoor football field that I played in this year in Arizona and kind of around the the US. They're like a, they're, there's no give whatsoever. Like you can't even wear cleats in them they're 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 soft but there's no give in them um so yeah definitely like a major impact especially when you've like massive amounts of force and pressure pushing through that and quarterbacks trying to stay on their feet or trying not to get smashed they're going to try and dig their foot into something and just there's no give it's very tough um it is a bit surprising because lambo is kind of a hybrid uh field that it's not 100 percent grass as far as i know um but yeah it's 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 kind of a bit depressing that there's another Achilles injury, major one in the NFL, and especially to a guy who's playing. He's having a great season so far. I mean, we love him on this podcast. So it's, yeah, there's there's a rise in it. I don't know if they're going to change it. I know a lot of players would much prefer to play on grass or mud. Literally every single player I've met or played with would prefer. Um, the thing they like about the turf is it's faster and it's you can train in it whatever. The grass is, you know, it gets wetter and stuff. But aside from that, I think nearly every single player I played would prefer to play in grass. And just to go on the next week's conversation, the game in, the games in Frankfurt will be played on an artificial hybrid turf. Uh, is that a correct term, folks? I don't know. I'll find out. But it's been made or growing in the Netherlands, and it's just been it's been installed over the last week. So time will tell on that. A lot of complaints about it last year. I'm not complaining. It's all good. Two of my homes. I don't care if they play on clay. Uh, Michaela. That being said, though, I, I feel for Kirk Cousins. I feel for anyone that has you know, an Achilles injury. I feel like we were all, as fans, as people that talk or report, analyze the game, I feel everybody this season was really robbed of seeing Aaron Rodgers and the Jets this season. It didn't happen. And now we see just at around the halfway point of the season, the Minnesota Vikings, who won last week, won today. Frankly, the Packers didn't even turn up today. That's a whole different conversation. But this season now for Cousins looks like it's gone. But long term, he doesn't have a contract to stay in Minnesota. He's probably played his last game for the Vikings. 
this is this is pretty heartbreaking. Like, I think it's heartbreaking, and I think for him, you know, where's he gonna go? Like, what team is gonna want to take him after this injury? And look, if I was a GM, I'd bring him in anywhere. But it's more, you know, we don't know how he's gonna come back. The contract valuation in terms of what he would be paid is going to be completely flexible now. Um, I feel sorry for him because he was working with very difficult circumstances over the last few weeks, and I thought he'd done a stellar job. Yeah, I do feel bad for him in the sense that, you know, the Vikings have just started to turn things around and I could actually genuinely see them getting to the playoffs now. And, you know, Connor's kind of prediction of them winning the Super Bowl definitely could have happened if they had gone in this trajectory and um, now that they've got like to beat the San Francisco 49ers is a big thing like they're probably gonna be in the NFC championship game with the Eagles so that is not a small thing to do Um, so I do feel bad like once you hear in the NFL or any sports that's a knee injury or it's an Achilles injury you know they're gonna be out for the season most likely Um, so it's just really unfortunate but um, I think the contract situation I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings bring him back because you know unless the Vikings you know I you know they I was concerned when they brought in their backup quarterback I had no idea who he was you know he didn't play very well from what I've seen so I'd be concerned now as you know a Vikings fan for the rest of the season like you know they're probably gonna have a high draft pick now I don't see them kind of getting anywhere without Cousins um but I wouldn't be surprised if they brought him back, um, to be honest, to, to Minnesota, unless they get a very, very high draft pick and they can get a really good quarterback in the draft. But other than that, I don't see anyone that's going to be available um, in the league that's better than him. You know, on his day, he's a top five quarterback. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings put, bring him back in on a two-year, three-year contract. Um, but if he, just, if he decides, you know, look, it's not happening with the Vikings, then he will have anyone in the NFL will want him who needs a quarterback. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens next year. But yeah, really devastating for the Vikings and for Cousins this year that it seems like a season could be finished. Yeah, bang on. I, I, I think the bigger thing, and we're, we're talking about this on a Sunday night post the games, Lions are Monday night football folks. Um looks like you know obviously now the nfc north could could be the lions to lose and as as connor mangan potentially walks away to um do something to his dinner i think he's gonna do he gives me a yeah happy days it's it's one of those things um michaela just very quickly uh while we're waiting on connor to come back this is going out on a monday morning um lions hosting the raiders obviously lions very disappointing last week presuming you're like i mean i think on all i think all of us took the lions to to win the monday night i They'll be buoyed by this, and we shouldn't be saying that, but they'll they'll be looking at that now tonight going, well, they were the only team that we probably could have took here. Um, they'll be looking to wrap up the NFC North very quickly from this, won't they? Oh, 100%. Like, if, the, if Cousins hadn't gotten injured, I definitely think, you know, the Vikings were, like I said, back on the right track. They would have been a playoff team. You know, they would have contended for that. Um top spot in the nfc north but now that cousins is gone i think their season's finished there's no way like could they bring somebody in like you know potentially potentially i i, I haven't got a name off the top of my head now but i guess for for kevin o'connell to stand in the press conference and know immediately minutes after the game that this was happening and 
you wonder, and I haven't got the backups name in front of me right now, but they could be. He's a rookie sixth round pick from BYU. I think now there was a few backups I had to come in today, but I think he was a sixth round pick. If I remember correctly from BYU, I think it was. Um, you know, I didn't recognize him. Um, but that doesn't really matter because you know, if you play through it, 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 yeah, exactly. So, uh, well, yeah, you know, they could trade for him. Um, Tom Brady. There. When is the trade deadline? Uh, this week. This week. So. Uh, yeah, I think I don't think they're gonna throw the season away. I think they probably will bring in someone. Um, and they 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 need a decent quarterback anyway. You know, and they need a decent backup. So they'll probably bring in a backup esque type. Um, player, but yeah, the the Lions will have that NFC North wrapped up. I think it, I think it's interesting just for people that are listening to this that are Vikings fans. I've met, I've met a few, especially in Northern Ireland, over the last couple of years, including a lad that read the the pick out for the for the Vikings in the draft last year. Big shout out to you, mate. Um, Josh Johnson, Mike White, Ted, Teddy Bridgewater, Carson Wentz, Jacoby Brissett. Certain people, I mean, Carson Wentz could be an option, but I guess the biggest question will be Michaela and. Just for everyone listening, if the trade deadline is early this week, what is the potential benefit in them losing capital long term if they're about to open up a lot of cap space after letting go of Kirk Cousins? I think it's sad for Kirk. I, I really warmed him after watching the show on Netflix, a quarterback and his family. And I certainly hope, along with Aaron Rodgers, people come back from these serious injuries, that they're given the chance to go out on their terms. Yes, they may be paid an incredible amount of money, and that's fair enough. However, you know, they, they deserve, after putting the time, the effort into not just what's on the field, but outside of it, they deserve to be, to be given the time to maybe end their career in the way that they want to. And I hope that Kirk Cousins gets that. Um, just waiting on Connor to come back here, Michaela. Um, let's talk about the Broncos and the Chiefs very quickly here. Because why? I, I'll tell you why. Because whenever I was living in Barcelona in 2015, that was the year the Broncos won the Super Bowl um in 2016 so just the same year and like the same span and from um september the 17th 2015 when peyton manning was starting for the broncos and alex smith for kansas city and that that was a thursday night game and the broncos won the game in the last like the last two minutes i'll never forget it it was a great great day for a broncos fan great game at arrowhead but it was a span of 16 straight regular season games the broncos had lost to the Chiefs ever since. Uh, and this is the first time, Michaela, I'm nearly certain in Patrick Mahomes um, loses to an AFC West divisional rival. So it does, like, you know, yes, the Broncos are not going to be challenging down the stretch this season, but defensively, they put up, they've put up a, a performance today. And I know people will be looking at two different elements for me before Connor comes in. Um, you know, it came out earlier on today that Patrick Mahomes was struggling with the flu. I think everyone now in the current health predicament starts to ask, is it the flu, et cetera, different conversation. And I think that's a fair enough conversation to have. Um, also, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but the Chiefs are not training in Frankfurt until Friday, which would suggest to people that they're not arriving until Thursday night slash Friday morning, whereas the Dolphins arrive Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Just sort of your thoughts because like they're going to have to pick up from here and get a win or go for it next week because you cannot start to go on a run of losing games. Like we've seen the Niners and we'll talk about down the stretch here. Yeah, I definitely think watching the 
Chiefs when I have seen them on Red Zone and looking at their, you know, results. I don't think they've hit their stride this season. There's just something about them that they're missing. They're definitely not as explosive as they were last season. You know, you wouldn't look at Patrick Mahomes and be like, oh yeah, he's an MVP candidate. Um, I'm actually, I think everyone's going to be very surprised that the Broncos bet them, you know, because like, you know yourself as a Broncos fan, they're not playing very well this season. Um, Nobody gave them a chance like, to that. Like, not one person. I'd say if you looked at every, like, ESPN, NFL Network, every... Every audience, person picking, nobody gave them yeah, they would have picked the Chiefs. And, like, you know, you know, I'm not a big fan of the Chiefs, even though, you know, I love Taylor Swift and she's going out with Kelsey. I'm still not a fan of the Chiefs. Um, so, I'm, I'm quite happy they've lost, but... Um, yeah, you can definitely see Patrick Mahomes was struggling today. He didn't throw a touchdown at all. He had two picks. That is unheard of from for him to not even get a touchdown in a game. Um, and then Wilson had a great game. He didn't have a lot of yards, but you know he got three touchdowns. That's what's mat- that's what matters. Um, so I think the Broncos should just take this, you know, and be very very happy. You know, um. You can definitely see that the the that Mahomes was struggling with something, and they did report that it was the flu. But that's an interesting point that you had that maybe it could be something else. Maybe it could be a slight injury. Who knows? But I reckon it's I do reckon it's just the flu or whatever. Um, but you know I'm happy. You know I'll take this this Chiefs loss. People probably say I'm a hater, but I hate cocky teams, and they're very cocky. So I'm very happy they lost today. I would say as a Broncos fan. When you're when you're when you win and when you're a good team, you're cocky and yeah, like the, like how they won the Super Bowl last year to turn around and shut people up. Frankly, was was sensational. Like they just didn't really get going today. I thought I think the Broncos were very very good against the Chiefs in terms of sort of stopping the run game. Isaiah Pacheco just didn't really get going, and the guy that was very very good last week, uh, Rasheed Rice. Yes, he had almost like 60 yards on the day, but he just really couldn't get going today against the Broncos. And the Broncos stifled him up. Um, that being said, on the other side of the ball for the Chiefs, um, a guy that had the chance to meet at opening night last year, a guy originally from Greece, George Karlaftis, there was times in the first half he completely beat up Russell Wilson, and he's such a talent. And I guess for Chiefs fans watching this, before they start swearing at both me and you, I'd say, look, you look at where Mahomes is. Mahomes is an ex example exemplar quarterback he's the best in the league for me i think he's gonna go down as one of the best of his generation if not one of the best ever if he keeps going on the on the trajectory that he's on and what he's been able to do with certain championship teams so far the fact that the age where he is where he's won two i think now if we know the chiefs and, the, and if we know what they've done throughout the last few years it's only week eight they're going to win their division at the very 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 least i think if you're buffalo tonight you're not gonna go and thank god there might be a chance here, but I think it sets up next week beautifully because Miami are unbelievable in their offense. They've got a top-notch defense, and with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, et al., it's going to be sexy. I was just chatting, Connor, before you came in there, if you can hear us, raise your eyebrows. Um, that's a wee bit of history. I'm not sure. I was saying, Michaela, I'm not sure if you remember. I do because I'm a sad Broncos fan who was living in Spain at the time. And I remember watching the 4 o'clock in the morning that Thursday night game when Manning beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Like, they should never have won that game. Hard to believe that they did not win a game against the Chiefs since until today. Are you concerned about the Chiefs going into Frankfurt next week? As it was saying to Michaela there, they don't get into the city until Thursday night slash Friday morning. And then 
the Dolphins come in Tuesday night. That's a big difference. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be concerned about them yet. Um, I mean, they're they're an amazing team. They're an unbelievable team. Um, they have Taylor Swift as their tight end. You know, they're they'll be to- they'll be totally fine. Um, I like. I mean, I think Denver is just one of those teams. Like, of course, Denver. Like, are not a yeah yeah. Of course, of course, of course, Denver beat them. You know, like they. Why? Why else wouldn't happen? That's such an NFL thing to happen, like mid-season, just a random team, like Denver. Kind of well, a bit random this year. Just goes out, and, you know, beats. Uh, basically, you know, a lot of people's outright favors for the league. I'm not worried about them yet. I think they still got plenty of weapons there. Patrick Mahomes, brilliant quarterback. I don't think they're they're running into problems, but it is kind of tough because they just lost this. You said they're going over to Germany. Then they're going to play against a really really good offensive team uh, with Miami. I think it only score was at nine points today. Um, that maybe yeah. that to, they would be worried, but I'm not worried about them as kind of uh, you know a fan of a great football teams kind of going forward. I, I think they'll be fine. If you're young and hip and you'd like to interact with anything that we're saying, including what Michaela, you deem yourself a Chiefs hater, even what you what you said about yourself there, now, feel free to give us a shout on TikTok at NFL Ireland. Uh, how do you do, fellow kids? As I text Connor Mangan this morning, that gift we're flying on TikTok. Whoever watched that video about Germany. Fair play to you, folks. Unreal. I'm actually going to cry. It's unreal. Class. Anyway, um, I'm really excited for that next week. It's going to be unbelievable. It's like European Super Bowl. And talking about a Super Bowl, let's talk about an Irish Super Bowl very, very quickly. The two global market teams, the Steelers and the Jags, played tonight. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Really, really. Like, the Steelers are really... I'm not sure if you've seen this. The Steelers are really, really poor. Uh, Kenny Pickett's got a rib injury. Mika Fitzpatrick was off. Michaela... Uh, non-contact injury out to the game immediately but the Jags were class again and just re- really really showing how good they are and we'll talk about Will Levis on the next segment in this podcast but for me it's like I like Kenny Pickett I, I want to believe in his progression and I think a lot of people now have the Steelers as their so-called second team at a minimum but when you look at Will Levis going out in his first start and we'll talk about him in a minute getting four passing touchdowns and Kenny just struggles against Jacksonville it's not really good enough and they have to like you play the titans on thursday night now what a game Oof. yeah i think um i think the jaguars are kind of like a sleeper team like they're six and two like i'm just out there checking their record and i know you're kind of like why are you calling the jaguars a sleeper team but i think it's kind of like they're not as like they have the same record as the kansas city chiefs like that's incredible like the ja i think you know, for me personally, the way I'm not kind of looking at the Jags is because, not because I don't think they're a great team. You guys know I'm a big Jags and Trevor Lawrence fan and Doug Peterson fan. But it's just kind of like, you don't realise some of the team's records, if that makes sense. Like even the Steelers, like I thought the Steelers had a worse record than they do. They're still 4-3 and three after losing this game. You know, they're still over 500. So like losing tonight wasn't the the worst thing. Titans and the Packers in the next two weeks. They have to win both those games. Seriously. I don't. I think Will Levis, no, I don't. I think he's going to be red hot. I think if he starts the rest of the season and plays the way he did and just doesn't suddenly take a random turn and be awful, I think he's rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, if he continues on this projection. Um, But the Steelers are still 4-3. and three. I would be concerned about Kenny Pickett because, you know, I was looking at the injury on red zone and I, I'm actually a bit surprised it's an, a rib injury. It looked like he hurt his elbow more so the way he landed on it. Even my girlfriend was kind of 
grimacing when she saw the replay of him landing on his elbow. Um, she thought he broke his elbow actually, but um, yeah. But you know, David Trubisky, he's a, you know, second. He was a second round, uh, not a second round. He was a second pick in the draft, um, second overall pick in the draft. It didn't work out in Chicago. He's the backup at the Steelers, you know, but he's very capable. You know, he's good backup. So if I was a Steelers fan and you know Kenny Pickett could be out for a few weeks, I wouldn't be worried because I think Trubisky is a good enough. Um, back up and you know Mike Tomlin manages to get his wins he's always over 500 so yeah just hopefully they'll play better I, I do think they're gonna maybe struggle against the Titans if the Titans and Will Elvis played like they did today Um, but they should no problem beat the Green Bay Packers Connor this is a Michael from Pro Football Ireland comment Um, I think the Steelers have got a hell of a team young team both sides of the ball I think if Mr. Bisky plays the next two games I think they'll lose both kids I just think he he struggled we agree agree. he did he did a great job he made uh, he made the all team interceptions um, he's going to try and go all pro interception, I think, if he keeps. I, I like Mitch, so he, he he's hot. Like what Michaela, that he, what he's done with certain teams has been good, but I don't think he fits with this Tomlin offense. Connor, do, do you agree or what do you think? Mm. I mean, I don't think I don't think it was like it's it's obviously not the plan to play him. I'm not sure if Kenny Pickett was a guy either. I know we talked about that last week, Michael. Um, I just he just doesn't seem like the the guy to get them there. I'm kind of surprised he's there. I'm surprised they're not going after some someone else like. I, I don't know, Kirk Cousins next year. Maybe Kirk Cousins becomes a Steeler. Mikhail is grimacing. But maybe maybe he does. Maybe they need someone better, someone steadier for, uh, for you know, um, a couple of years. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. If Mitch Trubisky starts any game next week, that team will probably lose that game. I agree. And I think if, if Megan is better, like, I mean, very, very short for the Steelers. We're going to shut up about the Steelers now, but we're, we're three weeks out from the watch party. Looking forward to seeing everybody there. Avec Cervantes. And we're going to end this segment. We'll be back in two seconds. If you're on the podcast, stay right here. <laughs> <laughs>